Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 23. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, Lilac, and Gooseberries Lopez. That's from The Witcher. I played a bunch of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David, the rule breaker, Tate. Have you had your hotcakes yet this week? <laughs> <laughs> your daily allotment? That's right. Also making his triumphant return to the SBF VGS, Mr. Josh Workman. hey Welcome back. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. All right. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what are you guys playing? I've got a long list. I should probably go first. You do it. Okay. So last time we talked about how i ordered an xbox one mm-hmm. and it hadn't arrived yet and they hadn't even shipped yet uh well turns out that <laughs> the way dell shipped my xbox one it was only going to arrive on a monday through friday but <laughs> and i work monday through friday so that wouldn't work and i couldn't go pick it up uh on the weekend either so i was like okay guys send it back to dell and i just went to target and bought a Xbox One. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing I'm hearing a ringing endorsement for buying consoles through Dell. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's actually more of an endorsement for UPS, who doesn't apparently deliver on week on weekends anymore. Uh, ah, anyway, scoundrels. so since I, since there was no chance of me ever getting an Xbox One via UPS, I decided <laughs> to go get it at Target, um, and I played through Halo One and Two. Ooh, wow, um, you're quick. Yeah, I'm pretty quick. And so I'm, did I've, you get the what did you get the Halo uh, Master Chief Collection bundle? I actually just got the new one terabyte, and it came with Master Chief Collection. So, oh, awesome! Um, yeah, it's brand new. It's got the the controller with the you know what is it? How big is that? One eighth inch? No, what? Is, what? I don't know. The three, oh yeah, yeah, the, eighth whatever inch, size uh, headphone thing, jack. Yeah. Headphone jack. Yeah, three. It's a, it's like either three point five millimeter or eighth inch. Okay, I think that's the same. Yes. Okay, I'm that no, sounds right. I'm no mathematician. Yeah, me neither. I hate math. So anyway, I think that's um, right. I played through Halo One and Two. Uh, Halo Two is the one that got like the special treatment this time around. Um, they remastered it for the Xbox One, mm. and they had Blur do the cutscenes. Blur uh, the animation the band. studio. No, the band, not the, <laughs> not the band. <laughs> That'd be awesome. They it's like all the music taken out. It's just Blur. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, they looked amazing and, uh, they remastered like the music even. And so it was, it was awesome. Um, and then I got to Halo three and it's all back to the old, you know, like first generation Xbox 360 graphics and it, it didn't hold up as well. It's actually, so, it's weird cause Halo three is now like the ugliest Halo game of all of wow. them. Wow. So yeah, <laughs> one weird. and two look better cause they were redone or is it just yes. two that was redone? Well, one was redone for the 360 and then That's they just right. ported That's that right. and it, it still looked pretty good. They just up it, right? Um, uh, yeah, I guess I guess it runs. I don't really know. It's hard to tell what resolution everything's running at. Oh, because um, it always outputs at 1080, right? Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what the native resolution is? Yes. Um, but then a fun thing happened uh, over, over the weekend. Uh, I think it was two weekends ago. 
um, our friend Ashley, friend of the show, um, mm-hmm. she she uh, checked out the game because she works at GameStop, and she um, like play try. Like I was like, okay, let's try to play some co op. Let's get you into Halo because she's never really played a Halo game. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried Halo One. We got like ten minutes, and she's like, David, this is just not fun. I'm like, okay, let's try Halo Two. So we switched to Halo Two, and she's like, mm, no, this is boring. <laughs> it it we we tried all day trying and to she get she likes destiny that's the funny thing yeah well she kind of likes destiny she kind of likes she kind of soured on it a little bit we'll oh, let her okay. talk about it at some Fair point enough. but yeah yeah she'll, she'll be back on um, but there was one mode she really liked we tried some deathmatch she that was okay but uh halo 4 did this like five episode uh these five episode co-op missions mm. called spartan ops um, and those were super fun and we played through a bunch of those. Um, That's cool. And she actually liked that. But as far as like the story and everything goes, she just wasn't feeling it. So, so if you've never played Halo, I don't recommend you go and get the uh, Master Chief Collection unless you like are determined to like it because, uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe the gameplay hasn't aged well. I, I mean, I definitely had the nostalgia factor, uh, going for me. Oh, okay. So that's probably what it was. All right. Um, but also, I've been playing Heroes of the Storm with friend of the show Ryan Reeds. Uh, he, he's really liking that game. Uh, and hots. also, uh, yeah, hots, hots um, <laughs> cakes. It's not a coincidence that I love. The oh game my so much. gosh, it all makes sense. <laughs> um, and then also, because I just got an Xbox One, I have games with gold every yeah. every month now. And the game that was free was Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, a.k.a. Boats, Boats, Boats. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I only played a little bit of it, but it's pretty fun so far. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What about you, Josh? What are you playing? Okay. Um, I've only been playing a little game called Heaven's Word. What? what? Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah. That's the new FF14? Yeah, yeah. So I Expansion? Played- yeah, I played this game when it first came out like two years ago, and then all my friends got off of it, and so I stopped, and then I was on the the YouTubes one day, and I was uh, seeing all these videos for PAX, and I saw uh, the conference for that game, and I was like, oh my god, I want to play that so bad. Yeah, I want a flying <laughs> dragon. I want it so bad. So I pre-ordered <laughs> it, I got early access, and yeah, I've just been playing that ever since, and it's super fun. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. And that that's one of those that like you don't need a long list of games if you're playing an MMO. <laughs> like No, no, that's, that's basically that's gonna eat all up the most games. of your gaming time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael. Well, I've been playing a lot of games too. Oh my. I I've been playing Heroes of the Storm a little bit. I know, what? yeah, I, I left with that out. David, Mike though he played... neglected to mention it. Oh I'm my sorry. Gosh. I just played so much more with Ryan. So. It's fine. My my performance is kind of embarrassing right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun game. Um, I also, um, have gotten actually some use in my PS3 lately, which is cool. Uh, I've been playing Sherlock Holmes, uh, Crimes and Punishments, which oh, was a PlayStation yeah. Plus game like a few months ago. Um, I kept meaning to check it out because, you know, Megan loves the detective games and mm-hmm. that's actually really fun. Uh, that's cool. it kind of does this cool thing like that, uh, it doesn't hold your hand during the case. And so when you get to the end, you could have maybe two or three different outcomes or accusations that you can make. And you could be completely wrong, and the game will just let you fly with it. 
<laughs> so you want to like, have Sherlock send the wrong people to jail? Like that's so totally on you. <laughs> that's so <laughs> weird. And you don't really know. Like you can you can just go forward thinking you're right. Basically, once you finish a case, it gives you the results. And if you hold the select button down, it'll light up green if you are correct, and light up red if you were if you accuse the wrong person. Oh man! But it actually recommends that you don't do that, so that you can play through the entire thing, get to the end, and figure out like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm a terrible detective. <laughs> You're the worst person. Sherlock ever. <laughs> the it's like worst. I sent that poor man to the gallows. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. Uh, I also finally got back on the kick of playing Never Alone. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm that almost Alaskan done with it. One. Yeah, I uh, I was on my goal to 100%ing that game, and I just realized the other night when I was playing it, there's no platinum, so I'm totally wasting my time. <laughs> But I'm on the last stage, so I'll still finish it. I took way too much pleasure out of the fact that you just wasted your time. (laughs) Uh, See, that's that's time that you could have spent getting a real platinum somewhere else. I know, which is why I also started Sound Shapes. Oh, okay, good. And that's really fun. I just figured out, really quick, I just figured out why Mike doesn't doesn't play Heroes of the Storm that much. There are no achievements. <laughs> there's, there's no achievements. <laughs> oh my god! None gosh. that I can show off. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent positive on this, but I'm. I'm pretty sure I've heard that if you platinum sound shapes on one console, you can then you, you can do cross save and you can pull your save to like say you did it on PS4. I've you can heard then this pull as it well. To your Vita yep. and get the platinum that way. You pull it to your PS3, you get the platinum that way. So you actually get like three platinums. As, oh I my think. gosh! I, think. I will. I will find out. I will yeah. come back and verify. <laughs> Yeah, so. uh, I've been playing that Race the Sun. That's real oh, fun. Yeah. I'm like ranked 22 or 23 out of 25. So that Whoa. game is super addicting. Uh, and then just ever so slowly working on that Persona 4 Gold and Platinum. Oh, yeah. So you've been, you've been you're a busy I'm, man. I'm spreading myself busy. thin. Yeah. <laughs> spread myself. So I played some Apotheon um, with uh, the wife and my boy. Just that's doing the, some. That's the two D like side scrolling Metroidvania kind of Greek game. Yeah, yeah, but we didn't touch the the actual story. We just did gotcha. the battle mode. <laughs> it's oh. so much fun. The, the it's like one on one, just two D combat, and in, in like kind of a, a platformy area. And there's all these weapons laying around, and it's like, man, I don't know, I don't understand it, but maybe it's <laughs> my my reflexes going downhill or whatever. But my son was just wasting me at it again and again, <laughs> and I like I I finally started to pick up on his patterns, and I could beat him sometimes, but he was still beating me most of the time. <laughs> so wow. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't it just uh, it wasn't just my <laughs> beginner's uh, you know not, lack of knowledge at, at PSX when my wife was beating me. It was uh, just me being bad at the game. So, <laughs> um, and then I started The Witcher Part Three. Yes, oh, yes. Man. Let's Part get witchy. Three. Let's yeah. <laughs> Colon. Let's get witchy. How um, witchy did you get? Oh yeah. man, I got witchy to the tune of well, basically, I sat down. I only. I was going to play it last night, but I, I didn't get a chance because um, I was prepping for the show here. But um, but yeah, I uh, I played it, let me see, Tuesday. I played it Tuesday night. I started up about like 9.45. And actually, I had, I almost started Dying Light. And I had put it out there to the Super The Rest friends and saying like, hey, which game should I play out of these two? And had a lot of responses from people, you know, a lot of good cases were made for, for both games, but, uh, in the end, uh, the Witcher slightly 
outweighed uh dying light so started dying light or started witcher um <laughs> so i, I disregarded witcher, so i disregarded I all those light. witcher ones i started dying light no uh so i started the witcher at like 9 45 on tuesday and come 1 45 in the morning i realized you know i gotta get up at like uh 6 a.m to go to work oh, <laughs> so, man. Yeah. so i stopped playing but i had i had basically played the whole intro tutorial the whole first area um and i took down a griffin and then there was this massive cutscene, and then i saved right after that so that's where i'm at right now i i've uh i've taken down my first uh evil beast and um yeah, I have a gotten a good feel for what the game's going to be like, the crafting a little bit and the um the the witching, the all the witching that you do. So Mike, is that like 1% into the game? Yeah, that's like the that's the introduction to the game. <laughs> yeah, that's basically just the opening area. Yeah, so it hasn't even opened up really to to get massively huge yet. So anyway, um though here's my only problem with the game is that once you start playing the Witcher, all you can think about is playing the Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'm at work and I'm just like working on stuff and I'm like, gosh, I sure wish I was playing the Witcher right now. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. And very, and very much like, like I said, when you boot it up, like you just fought a Griffin. How yeah. awesome was that? It was super cool. It was cool. amazing. It would, was you amazing. Like take, would you like to take a break and play some Gwent? No, I played one. <laughs> I played one round of Gwent, like the it's like the tutorial thing, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Hey, look, the innkeeper can't play Gwent against himself, so <laughs> you should probably get on that. He's gonna be so bored and lonely if I don't play with There's him. There's like though. dragons and griffins and all kinds of, co- but you could just play cards. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. Yeah, so I'm I'm totally with you on that. Like, I won't be playing much Gwent. I want to be out in the world. I want to be tracking cool things through the forest and then slaying them. So. So yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that's what I'm playing. You guys want to do some news? Uh, really quick, yes. I want to add one more. I want to add one more thing. Even yes. more. Uh, I also have played a little bit of Rocket League, and that game oh. is amazing. Yeah, see, I've been abstaining on purpose from Rocket League. You sure League have. Because um, Mike, at, at Mike's request, because oh. we're, we're going to all go in fresh together uh, next weekend. And oh. so it's going to be a good are you time. Gonna have a, are you going to have a sleepover? It's a it's super a possibility. Best friend sleepover. It's a very of the possible. video game variety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could do that. There definitely is going to be pizza, and there's going to be video games. Oh, it's man. only missing one component to make it a sleepover. The sleeping. Yeah, the sleeping. That's it. You nailed <laughs> that's it. The, and that's the worst part of it, anyway. So, well, I mean, you the sleeping portion is like you have a sleeping bag. You don't actually use it though. You just like sit oh, on it true. and keep playing games all night. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's Josh, true. you you are you are invited to that if you wish. I know I'm working on it. It's a it's a definite maybe. You could uh, <laughs> you could just maybe. not show up to work, and if yeah. they ask why, you tell them you had a super best friend's video game sleepover, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a doctor's note. Yeah, yeah, yeah it basically is the same. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> guys, pretty do me a favor. If you play that game together, uh, record a game or two and put it on oh, YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that like game, it. David, is fun. you you are also invited. Oh, just hop on a plane. Just hop on a plane. <laughs> and be here yes. next Saturday. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay, I'll get right on that. <laughs> you can sleep over. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. Um, breaking news, you guys. Oh. I don't know if if you guys have heard of this, um, but Konami announced their new Silent Hill game. <gasps> yes, they did. Really? And it is a pachinko slot machine game. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> It's just like a twist of the knife. I'm sorry, oh. I dashed your hopes like that, David. Oh. You sounded so happy. 
You know, that place sounds like a really great place to work, is Konami. <laughs> That's what I hear. I hear that place is just full of high morale and Yeah, of course. Of course. No one's leaving the, no time. one's leaving that uh that company anytime soon. No, definitely not. Um so <laughs> PSN uh, announced their August free games. Yep. So for PS Plus, the PlayStation Plus. Um we got some games here. Castle Storm Complete Edition. Uh, for the PS3 and Vita, God of War Ascension for PS3, Lara Craft, and the <laughs> Temple of Osiris for the now PS4. Mine's that's a four-player game. Lara Craft, I believe that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah, is that like so. a that's crafting game based on Lara Croft? Or? <laughs> the cra- it's like Minecraft, but with Lara's. <laughs> with Lara's in it, okay. Instead of blocks. <laughs> that is a four-player game, and we should all check it out. Yeah, yeah. So that I actually played some of the original. What was it? The Temple of Doom. I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was the other <laughs> isometric Doom, one yeah. where you're running around as Lara Croft, and it was a good time on uh, the PS Trace. Uh, Guardian of Light. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's the one. Sure, yeah. sure thing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though. So I'm I'm excited to get this for free. That's awesome. Um, so that's PS4. Limbo finally comes to PS4, which is that's a good game. If you haven't played okay. Limbo, you're getting it for free. I've heard of it. It's fantastic. Uh, it's it's short. It's you probably beat it in three hours or so, but it's uh, it's a fantastic good time. Um, sound shapes for PS3, PS4, Vita, and Stealth Inc. Two, a game of clones for PS4, PS3, and Vita. So that is cool. I loved Stealth Inc. The first one, um, and so and now I wanted to ask you guys because I don't know if it's just me, but like for some reason I I got Stealth Inc. I think I bought it for like ten bucks and I played it and it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Um and then for whatever reason after I beat it, I had no motivation to buy this one. And the same thing happened to me with Hotline Miami. Like I played the first one, loved it, loved every minute of it, beat it, and then I just never bothered to get the second one. And yeah. I was wondering if that's is that like an indie game thing? Is that no, happening to I, you guys at all? I think what it is, because I really want to play Hotline Miami too. Mm-hmm. but I always like every time I get into the store, it's like, I have so many games in my backlog right now. Like I, I feel terrible about buying another one when I have a whole pile of games I haven't played yet. True. Fair enough. Uh, and my thing is I just don't like indie games. So <sighs> you didn't like the first or the second. I didn't haven't even heard of any of Be them. gone. Be gone with them. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, a, that's a pretty sweet thing. Um, if you look at the list, uh, four of the six games are, are, playable on ps4 so that is pretty awesome yeah that's yeah. nice um, i actually just claimed all of them right now oh look at that look at that so be- yeah <laughs> if you haven't downloaded them by now get to it um august games with gold for the xbox consoles um we have xbox one getting metal gear solid 5 ground zeros for free during the whole month of august so oh, if you that's nice yeah if you haven't gotten that get downloading get prepped and ready for the phantom pain next month um, and then also how to survive storm warning edition free is, uh, or free August 16th through September 15th. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I've never it's... heard of that one. Oh no, no. See games with gold. What they do is they try to give you two games a month. Yeah. Um, but this one is like free for a month, but it's just for the second half of August, the first half of September. Oh, oh that is so that's kind of strange. And then, it, and yeah. then they take it away. Yeah, yeah. Well, well they I mean, don't that's take just, it away from your account. They just, if you download it, you got to download it during that time. Uh, Xbox okay, yeah, yeah. has promised they're giving you two free 
uh, Xbox One games every month, and oh, they're, okay. they're kind of spreading them out, but they spread this one out weirdly. I gotcha. Which is weird. Yeah, both of these are available for a month, but just not the same month exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's strange. But anyway, uh, Xbox 360 gets Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light, uh, Metro uh, 2033 being the first half of the August and Last Light being the second half. Now, the cool thing that just came out of Gamescom uh, that was announced, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but uh, Microsoft announced during their, their conference that there will be uh, backwards compatibility on Xbox One for all future Xbox 360 games with gold titles. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. really cool. So yeah, any games that come for 360, if say if you only have an Xbox One or your Xbox 360 red ringed right after you got your Xbox One, then or you uh, traded it in with one of those sweet deals. There you go. Yeah, then you you can still play the uh, the free 360 games. So that's pretty sweet. And a bunch <laughs> of other games. That man, I'm telling you. Uh, if Microsoft keeps playing this game, you know, as well as they have been, then they have they have a lot of potential. And also, oh, yeah. I might just be saying that because I own an Xbox One now. But. No, no, I'm totally with you. I was I was thinking about like they've had such great messaging lately. Yeah, and um, like they're taking direct shots at PlayStation now with like I saw an ad that said over 100. Uh, games free for all Xbox One, you know, <laughs> yeah. players. So it's like, it, and it's, it's of course taking a pot shot at uh, PlayStation Now with the backwards compatibility thing. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's it, they're definitely playing the game that uh, yeah. Sony has been playing. Yeah, they're the making last... all the right moves. Yes, and another indeed. really cool thing that they just announced at uh, Gamescom is uh, um, so one of the most interesting features of the Xbox One is it has this HDMI pass through thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just announced that if you buy the little uh, like antenna over the air uh, HDMI tuner for Xbox One, um, you will be able to DVR like TV shows from like your free HD antenna. Like you don't even have to have cable. Um, you can just you can just plug in your uh, your over the air adapter and record. You know ABC, NBC, a uh, let's see what else we got Fox. PBS and, uh, you know, whatever free channels you get in your area. Um, for yeah, example, cool. I live in New York and I get uh, 78 channels over. Yeah, because Big City antenna. Tate over here is right next to all the broadcasters. But <laughs> me, I live in the middle of nowhere, so I, I don't get jack over the I antenna. Bet you, <laughs> I bet you if you found a good high-powered antenna, you would be surprised what you could pick up. <laughs> now, I think the the only thing with that to, to know is I believe to use the DVR functionality, you have to use a USB external hard drive. It won't allow oh. you to DVR anything to the internal hard drive. Oh, that's interesting. But that's not that big a deal. I plan it's not on that doing big of a deal. Anyway. I guess they're talking about in addition to that, uh, if you have items DVR to that hard drive, uh, you can stream them to any Windows 10 device. Which now, is I don't also know if that's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. Now I don't know if that's just local. Or you can do that over the internet. I, I haven't really looked into yeah, that no piece idea. of it. But now, do you have to use? Cool. A, do you have to use a dongle to do that? Uh, no. <laughs> dongles i haven't seen a dongle since the late 90s can it be done with a dongle uh i'm sure it could (laughs) i don't understand where is this coming from dongle dongle (laughs) a strange word (laughs) i just i just enjoy it um okay so yeah i mean also shown at uh, microsoft conference at uh gamescom ron gilbert's spiritual successor to maniac oh man i'm so excited about this game park yeah so it's thimbleweed park so it it essentially looks graphically just like a maniac mansion game and what what he and his partner have set out to do with this game they did a kickstarter it got funded like crazy um what they've set out to do is essentially make a game that 
was never released, quote unquote. It was the game that came between Maniac Mansion and Monkey Island. And so, um, but with all of the kind of game design uh, lessons that they learned by doing Monkey Island. So it's kind of this this cool blend of like that era's lessons, but it still has like the point and click, uh, the crosshairs and like that Maniac Mansion had and and the like the verb interface that both those games used. Um, so yeah, it looks really cool. I'm I'm excited for that. I think that's actually coming to PC and PS4 probably as well. It's uh, I haven't heard about PS4, at least for Gamescom, but it was announced for Xbox One, Windows, OS 10, iOS and Android. Oh, cool, huh. cool. So, so you're going to be able to play it somewhere for sure. Somewhere. Something you have is probably going to play this. Something game. like that. <laughs> I might, if, if it's not available on PlayStation, I, I'll probably just play it on my iPad. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. So something they showed that I was a little lukewarm on, and Mike, you and I talked about this a little bit. I don't know if you guys, did you guys watch the Scalebound demo? Oh, gosh, yes. I, I watched it. <laughs> so I feel like I'm of a differing opinion than a lot of people on this one. Uh, my Twitter feed exploded with people being really excited about Scalebound. But to me, it, it just kind of reeked of like DMC. <laughs> yeah. Like the way the guy talks and acts. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't get behind that, that character at all. Yeah, I'm um, torn. I'm torn because like the demo looks really fun. It looks like a really fun game to play. And then he opens his mouth and he puts on his <laughs> stupid headphones and he starts fighting with them on. And I'm like, oh gosh, this guy's the worst. He's just like Dante from the DMC game. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like ultimate douche mode the whole time. Yeah, I can't deal with it. Ah, and that and that ruined DMC for me. I was excited about that game. Um, yeah, just because it's it was Ninja Theory, right? The, uh, the, the, yes it was it yes was. yeah so ninja theory and the way the environments broke apart i had loved the demo and i found out later it's because i played it really late at night with the volume almost all the way down so i couldn't hear his <laughs> douchey voice i remember and, that because you kept you came i just played the demo as well and you were telling me like, how fun it was and how good it was and i was i was like we, we playing different games <laughs> and you're like no it was great and yeah, I was fantastic. Like, but how can you stand listening to it for more than like five seconds? And even then, and like later on, it came to PS Plus for free. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is awesome. I'll, I'll try it out. So I started from the beginning. And I was like, oh, Mike, you were right. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> it's do unplayable. it. It's unplayable. So I, I'm hoping Scalebound's, Scalebound's character won't be nearly that bad, but it seems like he's that bad. Yeah, I'm watching worse. the trailer right now. This guy is not the kind of guy I want to hang out with for eight hours or however long. (laughs) But the game, I mean, if you were just to be able to kind of shut him up and play the game, it looks amazing. Like all the cool attacks he's doing, he's like sicking the dragon on that huge beast. And then he uses like a, some kind of grapple mechanic to get on top of him and like do some crazy sword attack. I mean, it looks really fun, but it's just not the kind of character I can deal with anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, on a positive side, that's platinum games. Oh, okay. And so they they have a great pedigree as far as gameplay is concerned, but not so much in the story character department. So, <laughs> um, but on a positive note, Quantum Break is looking better than ever. Did yeah, you guys oh, watch that? Gosh, yes. Yeah. And the cast looks yeah. so great. Yeah. I know. I was going to say, okay, so it has Dominic Monaghan of the rock band Driveshaft. That's um, right. That's what it's most famous that's, for. You're everybody. You're all everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Aiden uh, Gillen, who plays Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah. Um, Sean Ashmore, who's Iceman from the X Men films. Yeah. Um, and all Lance, great actors. Yeah. And Lance Reddick, who is Agent Broyles from TV's Fringe. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. So all those guys are great actors, and they're they're in all kinds of uh, quality entertainment. And yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's really cool. Because did you I, did you notice the main character's model has been changed to look like Sean Ashmore now? Yeah, I noticed that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. I I, I kind I'm of really excited for that game. Yeah, that game looks good. great. Um, and then uh, We Happy Few, Mike. Do you oh, talk about I am we Happy Few? so excited about We Happy Few. Do you guys know anything about this game? Nothing. Okay, so the it's it's got like a very Bioshock vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oh, is it from Bioshock people? Mm, it's from Compulsion Games. They did uh, the last game I, I remember they did is Contrast, which oh, was okay. that like oh yeah that puzzle that for, platformer that came like back a launch out game. in twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, it was like late twenty thirteen. It came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's those guys. Uh, this is yeah, this is their new game. It is set in an alternate history version of nineteen sixties uh, England, and you play in this kind of like retro futuristic like Bioshocky town called uh, Wellington Wells. And basically everyone there, like something horrible happened. They don't tell you what. And to kind of suppress those memories, everyone takes this drug called joy, which makes everyone happy and like, like way too happy and like drugged out all the time. And so you're going to play this group of uh, people that they don't want to be in this like weird fake society anymore. They don't want to take the drug. They want to get out of the city. But uh, people who are not taking the drug joy are, are referred to as downers. <laughs> and the entire town is encouraged to, you know, give them a jolly good beating until they start taking their joy again. Oh, yeah. Geez. it's Oh, man. It looks so creepy. I watched the so, trailer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the art style is great. So this thing plays, it's a first person survival roguelike. That sounds super weird. Yeah. But basically what it is, it's a first person game. So that uh, means permadeath, right? Yes. It, it's oh, roguelike, gosh. so it's permadeath. And what happens is when you get your character, a uh, unique city is generated for you at that time. Oh. And it's a survival game. You need to find food. You need to find supplies and weapons. You need to craft gadgets. But in order to get those things, you're probably going to have to get in some areas you shouldn't be in. And this isn't a stealth game. You're not going to be sneaking around. The idea is to hide in plain sight, to walk around and behave like everybody else so that nobody suspects you. That's so crazy. But what? there's no way for you to understand without basically trial and error what tips off these citizens but basically <laughs> if if somebody makes you they're gonna they're gonna yell and before you know it the entire city is coming after you oh, man. <laughs> oh, awesome. it looks it looks so good i, I oh, highly by the way check the trailer out by the way can we all four just start a metal band called permadeath <laughs> <laughs> and then we can have it'll be spelled like death like as in uh mega death but just permadeath it'll be sweet <laughs> All right, yeah, done. I can do my limbo Z voice. <laughs> <laughs> done deal. All right, I'll, I'll get to the, I'll register the dot com real quick. Nice. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> and then um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. But yep. be, wait, you know what? Before we get to Rise of the Tomb Raider, because I, I got a few things to say on that one. Okay. Um, the thing that actually swept Gamescom for me, that it kind of blew me away the most, were... Two games from the EA conference, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Oh, man, it looked really good. And Star Wars Battlefront, uh, the new Fighter oh, Squadron mode. The, yeah, this, the um, dogfighting stuff. Yeah, Fighter yeah. Squadron mode. Oh, it looks, so it looks unbelievable. I, it just looks so chaotic. There's so many ships. Uh, Millennium Falcon, it's, it's out of control. That game's going to be amazing. But yeah, what, what really, I think the most impressive thing I saw was Mirror's, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. That game looks oh, so... Man 
like unbelievably improved in like every possible way over the original Mirror's Edge. Mm-hmm. Like just all the little things. The voice actor is a lot more involved. Um, the 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 one who plays Faith, you can hear a lot more of kind of like the exertion and stuff that she's mm-hmm. doing, and like and then it goes to cutscenes and stuff, and it just seemed really the the production values through the roof for this yeah. game. Yeah, if that game runs at that level the whole way through, wow, it yeah. will be amazing. It I'm really excited about that that system like that kind of free running system being used in like an open world game i know i know dying light has kind of done it but i'm really excited to see what uh what they're going to do with mirror's edge because that was kind of like the original yeah and and the mirror's edge aesthetic is just unbelievable i love the way that those games look yeah Yeah, it's so pretty art style okay but yeah back to tomb raider rise of the tomb raider it just looks so great it looks it like looks, fun. It looks like it's going to be a great way to hold myself over until Uncharted Four. Yeah, next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I don't know if you guys watched the the whole gameplay demo, but yeah. I definitely was picking up some Last of Us influence as far as like, oh yeah, the like, stealth the, stuff. Yeah, the stealth stuff, and just like, um, well, and it was kind of actually a little jarring uh, to see like how much of a cold blooded killer she is now. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say it's it's interesting that you bring up The Last of Us because I've been seeing a lot of chatter from people that are longtime fans of the franchise uh, being like like what uh, I mean I get that she she's a survivor now and she went through some trauma but she seems pretty murdery now. Yeah, she's real murdery now. <laughs> like she yeah, she's down That's for some amazing. some moitas. <laughs> some moitas. Some moitas. <laughs> yeah, because like in the first game. T-shirt idea. I'm just here to make Josh happy. <laughs> T-shirt <It's>, idea. <laughs> moitas. <laughs> Who's down for some moitas? <laughs> anyway, she's, as, she's she's English, right? That's how they they say yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, no, so I don't the first think game, they. They made a big deal over how how hard it was for her to like kill her first person. Yeah. So I'm hoping like, some years have passed between this game and the last one. Otherwise, she was just meant to be a killer cuz she uh she got over it pretty quick. <laughs> she got over it real she's quick. She's just hunting the most dangerous animal of all. And that <laughs> man. <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> she's just a straight cold-blooded murderer. Just, just rename it from Tomb Raider to Human Hunter. Mm. Sounds like a good name to me. So anyway, uh, on that Tomb Raider note, let's get into some Twitter questions. All right. So Russell writes, to play or to wait for Tomb Raider? I'm tempted to wait because I hate the exclusive practice so much, but I love Tomb Raider so much. IDK. Uh, well, I, I will say, don't, don't say IDK. Don't that do means, that to me. It, it means I don't know, Mike. Thank oh, you. is that I what that it. means? Oh. Is that what it means? That's what it means. Oh my IDK. Gosh. It doesn't I, mean I Donkey Kong as much really? as that's, that's what I've as much of your life you may time. have been going through thinking that you know. So, oh, okay. I'm thinking if you have an Xbox One and you're not going to be too busy playing Fallout Four at that time, then yes, you should most definitely be playing Rise of the Tomb Raider yeah, right away. One person uh, not buying it in protest is sadly not going to stop the practice of exclusivity. Um, I, I, I'm starting to think that exclusivity is... Yeah, but he'll uh, have his integrity intact. That's true. He'll but, be able to hold his head high and walk into the office that next day knowing that he didn't buckle. <laughs> no, sir. He'll be able to do that every day for a whole year. <laughs> for a whole year. 
So, <laughs> so well, Dustin, well, like, like four months if he wants to get on PC instead. That's true. True, true. So Dustin from the Adventure Mode YouTube, he had an interesting point on that, right, Mike? You were you were telling me about how he was saying like that he might wait, even though he's got an Xbox One, he might wait to play it on PS4 just because by that point, we're, it might be like a Game of the Year edition that has all the DLC. It seems likely, right? Like, because how else? You, you figure if you don't do that, then with the PC and an Xbox release, I would think a lot of people who really wanted to play Tomb Raider would have played it by then, unless there's an incentive to like pick it up for the PS4, like a Game of the Year edition, or at least... Uh, you know, maybe some DLC that had been released throughout that year. Well, right. It runs in 1080p, 60 frames per second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very possible. Yes. I'm not sure what it runs at on, on the XB1. I don't think we know yet. I don't think we will know. Uh, Actually, I, I would be surprised if they ever tell us. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Who because knows? you know, Microsoft's paying top no, dollars. No good can come of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Josh, so, what? Josh oh, yeah. you are suspiciously quiet. I'm Suspicious. Su- I'm just, I'm sorry. You should be Josh. <laughs> Apology accepted. Let's move on. I got you know, okay. Let's let's well, get let's get crafty. Let's do this. All right. Let's get crafty. Yeah. Okay. Is so, that Darkwing Duck's uh, catchphrase? Uh, no, no, it's yeah. I wouldn't know. Thanks a lot, David, for <laughs> bringing sorry. that one up. I'm sorry, man. I'm never gonna stop loving Darkwing Duck. So. I know, but uh, you know, you, you know I could okay, watch it. You know what it you is, can watch Mike? it now. <laughs> Mike, it, it, Mike, I have to be extra uh, diligent to to not be my true uh, anti Xbox self on this podcast. So mm, that's yeah. okay because we mm. got we got Xbox Tate over here. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Tate balances it out. Yeah, yeah we, does. we we do our best to reach across the aisle. Yeah, I own okay. both consoles. You guys, he do. Yeah, that's what he they say. Do. But. Uh, <laughs> That's what they say, huh? That's what they That's what say. People are saying, people, word on the street. The word on the street. Um. Yeah, it, 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 I think, I, I kind of feel like when, when David says, like, hey, I own both consoles, so I can be I can be fair, it's kind of like when, when somebody you work with is like, I'm not racist, but, and oh, they say right. that real racist thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not biased, but I own both consoles. I mean, there's really no... I, I, you know what? I think I'm starting to think these secrets and these rumors about you being an Xbox might be true. Yeah. Oh, wait. You are you talking about those secrets and rumors that you started? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones about you maybe possibly having an Xbox One. You know. Well, you, well, I do you were in that Halo One. commercial. <laughs> I did work on a Halo commercial, but I didn't was own an Xbox it. One at the time. He, he was just as Master Chief in that Halo commercial. Yeah, he <laughs> was. What is going on? Adam is spreading lies and misinformation. <laughs> All right, so Adam is lying to you, super best friends. This How do you one, feel about that? This one also ties into the adventure mode YouTube. Um this comes from the Adventure Mode TV Twitter. It says it's basically just just calling you guys out. It says, do Dustin can fly and Taco Douglas have a bit of an online bromance going on? They favored each other's tweets constantly. <laughs> Whoa. What, yeah, what do you have to true. say in rebuttal? He's a handsome man. He's got a YouTube channel. You guys can judge for yourselves. That's true. You should check He's out the adventure mode. He's got an episode where he eats a pizza with hot dogs in the crust. It oh, looks really? disgusting. Did he have a heart attack during that episode? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if he he probably did, but I think they got it in editing. <laughs> <laughs> got it in editing. 
They edited out the part with like the defibrillators. I, I watched that whole thing and I was just like, this is not right. It was like watching a train wreck happen. Oh, it was like, I, I don't know. It just seems like that's the sort of thing. If you want a heart attack right away, go eat that. And it's, it's that, that's it. that and the double down from KFC, yeah, exactly. which is things that should two, not exist. Two patties of fried chicken that are used in lieu of bread. Ugh. And there's bacon and cheese in the middle. And that's the main course. Like, I don't, I, only you know, what's America. crazy about that is it hurts you if you hold it. So it's like, it's <laughs> killing you on two fronts. It's like, it's so hot. I have to eat this quickly. And then yeah. you're just like clutching your left arm and, and keeling over. Yeah. Um, let's moving along. Anyway, yeah. um, Nathan Druitt writes in. He says, and this is actually a little follow up from last episode. We had Eric on, and he was talking about how he would totally play Sonic RPG, as in, you know, uh, like a la Super Mario RPG. Um, but Nathan writes in. He says, "Hey guys, someone mentioned a Sonic RPG on the la- the latest episode." It already exists. Sonic what? Brother, Sonic Brotherhood on the DS, made by Bioware. That's wait, it's really? the craziest thing I've ever heard of. I've never, I've I never heard of this game. game. I had never heard of this game, but yeah, it checks Is it out. Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood. Ooh, maybe. Uh, that sounds like an RPG. If I've ever heard one. Yeah. Sonic. Like what happened? Like did Bioware like owe somebody a favor? Or- <laughs> Like lose a Super Bowl. You know, Mike. I don't. I, I don't really appreciate your your hate on Sonic. Uh, that was my my guy when I was a kid. <laughs> well, wow. Okay, it, yeah, it probably wasn't your fault. It's called Sonic Chronicles: The Dark okay, Brotherhood. There, yeah, there we go. That's and it was the full totally title. Made by Bioware, and it's got a three point five Metacritic. It's oh, I guess uh, IGN gave it a six five. Um, let's see. Yeah, you know what? It didn't get reviewed great. He did say in in his defense, he did say it sounded better on paper than it was actually. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, okay. And then we have a question from Jusilla. Oh, Jusilla! Hey, you guys, yeah, have you heard of Jusilla? Oh, I've heard of Jusilla. He is okay. a legend around these parts. <laughs> he is. Friend of the show. He says, who is the worst video game character to have sitting next to you on the longest commercial flight? Which oh is about, about 17 hours. Oh, boy. I already know the answer. <laughs> Who's the answer? What's have the you answer? ever heard Mario talk? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, like he gets up to use the restroom. He's like, hoo, hoo, I'm the best. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's really good. It's like, man, he's so full of himself. I just don't think I can stand this for 17 hours. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I got to say, switching switching franchises, uh, Kratos from God of War. Oh, he's oh. the angriest person who's ever existed. He really he is. like eight feet tall, too? <laughs> there's, there's no way anyone else gets off that plane alive. <laughs> I'm going to say Kenny from The Walking Dead uh, season one, because that guy was such a jerk, and it didn't matter how nice you were to him. He was still a huge jerk. So I'm going to say I would not be able to handle sitting next to Kenny for 17 hours. Oh, wow. That's funny. I'm going to go with... <laughs> I love the game, but uh, Claptrap from Borderlands, oh that would be yeah. really annoying. Oh, <laughs> that would real be fast. so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think you may have won. I think you won this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I put out this community question to the folks out there on the tweets. Um, what is a little known gem of a game that you think people are in danger of skipping over? So, um, 
Russell Rided. He Rided. He Rided. Russell Dunn Rided about the vanishing of Ethan Carter. And he says, um, he said, oh, I can't read it like this. I just can't. <laughs> but he said, um, you may. This episode is silly. It, it really it's is. my fault. It's I apologize. So yeah, <laughs> he said the vanishing of Ethan Carter, or the likely known but but early release may have missed Wolfenstein: The New Order. So he's kind of he's recommending to uh, vanishing sure. Ethan Carter, which um, he had tweeted us. He's saying uh, it was like four and a half hours long, but it was just like a really cool piece of art. Uh, awesome it looks really good. I want to play I'm it. I'm pretty sure I bought that on the latest Steam sale. I'm gonna good. That, but. Yeah, I watched a Let's Play. Um, with uh, Nick Scarpino and Colin Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Moriarty. Colin Moriarty. Um, and so I watched a little Let's Play. I don't know. This episode <laughs> is called Let's Do All the Voices. Let's Do All the Voices. Let's do yeah. all the voices. So I watched a little that Let's Play. That game's about and, and that game had... That, just watching that Let's Play of, of them playing the game had me sold. So I really good. I'm waiting for it to come down in price a little bit, and then I'm, I'm definitely going to pick that up. So I got it. Um, I do own it. Michael Farmer says Shovel Knight. And that yeah, Shovel Knight's really good. That's that's I feel like that's really true because a lot of people would, would write it off like, oh, it's just an eight bit whatever. Um indie, you know, indie garbage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, indie people stuff. like David would say that. Who cares? <laughs> I'm too busy playing my Halos. That's right. Shovel Halo Knight. And time. but Shovel Knight is a it's a really fantastic game. Um <laughs> and then Derek Wilkinson says Sunset Overdrive. And yes. I've heard yeah. nothing but great things about that. David, now that you have an X-Bone, you got to do it. I'm thinking about it. it. I, I So do it. from what I hear about that game, do people it. either love it or they hate it. Do and it! I, I just, I'm just <laughs> Arnold, I calm down over there. I'm just worried that I might not, I might be in the hate it camp. You know do what? It. You know what that game looks like to me? That game looks like, like if... Saints Row is to Grand Theft Auto, then Sunset Overdrive is to Infamous. It just looks like the the silly, like yeah. acid trip okay, version yeah, of it, yeah. and I just kind of like don't feel like it's a must have. But I don't know; I could be wrong. Yeah, when I first when I first saw that game, I I thought it looked like uh, what was that game? Like a Jet Grind Radio, but with like yeah. guns. Yeah, yeah. It's but like, like really really silly guns. Jet Grind Radio plus Platoon is kind of the vibe that I. Oh get. Yeah, 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 I get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. And then Quijibo says Odin Sphere. That is a which, great yeah, that's, game. That's coming back out, right? Is it? I, I see. Yeah, I, I'm not I familiar just, with this one. I'm almost positive. I just saw an article where they're remastering Odin Sphere. It's going to come out for the Vita. Oh man, that is. Oh, I played cool. it. I bought it when it came out. It's so. Oh, good. I'm going to play that like crazy. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Tell me, tell me why you love it, Josh? Because I, I, it's a Vanillaware game, right? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. only ever heard the name. I, I've not seen anything on this. Well, one. it's um, so that. That uh, company, they're known for having this beautiful color exaggerated uh, art style in all their games. Oh, you said Vanillaware, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's like uh, Dragon's, Dragon's Crown, Crown and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Muramasa. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's the word I was yeah. trying to think of. <laughs> yeah. So hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's not like a four hundred hour game you have to jump into like a like a let's get witchy or anything like that. It's just like it's. <laughs> It's small amounts, uh, beautiful artwork, just classic, like, PS2-era-style RPG, uh, not turn-based. I don't know. I just, 
I can't say enough good things about it. It's a it would be a great game to remaster. It looks I've never played it. It looks fantastic. The name yeah, kind of sounds good. like the sort of thing that Anchorman would shout out, Great Odin Sphere! Yeah. <laughs> Ron Burgundy would just yell that out for no good reason. Yeah, exactly. I think I the like Odin Sphere guy, his beard like takes up the whole screen, so that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Audible is offering the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download it title-free. Start listening. It is That's a lot of books! It's fun and easy, too. <laughs> <laughs> With all the Sonic the Hedgehog talk uh, last episode, I wanted to recommend Console Wars by Blake J. Harris again. It is a fantastic novel-like uh, chronicle, I guess you would say, of the uh, historic Nintendo-Sega console battle of the early 90s. And that, I mean, if you read that book, you will come, kind of come away uh, seeing how much that battle changed the game industry totally. Like before mm-hmm. that, it was just like whatever Nintendo says is what is in video games. Yeah, and then Sega came along and like, no, we we, we can do it all these other ways, and that's the way we still do things. Yeah. So and it also explains why Sega was so awesome, and then it wasn't anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah sure exactly. Does. Yeah, you and can the, definitely the audiobook get is fantastic. I actually highly recommend the audiobook version of that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you can check that out on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. That's audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. There was madness in any direction. All right. Topics. Topics. <laughs> is I this love, where I love we the impromptu uh you know themes from david they're, they're <laughs> well, pretty solid this one wasn't so much a song as it was just like you know like i don't know max hedrum yeah yeah there you go max hedrum for all the all the uh old all the all the kids remember show. max hedrum oh, yeah, of course all the, kids. All, the, all the kids know him <laughs> clearly <laughs> all right who would like to go first with their topic I'll go. No one volunteered. I'm in. Go for it. Go for it. I snuck in. You volunteered. I sure did. (laughs) Uh, So mine's pretty easy. Do you guys have any like game memorabilia that you've kept around like all these years? You just can't, for whatever reason, find in your heart to get rid of like these old Nintendo Power magazines or some posters or consoles or even just like games you kept around. Uh, And to kind of get that ball rolling, I know I've talked about it several times, but Sitting right next to me while we record this podcast, I've got my PS2, still in working condition. Uh, I've got my Dreamcast, mm. and I've got like a handful of like PS1 and PS2 games um, that I just I can't let them go mm-hmm. uh, because they're like my favorite games of all time. Uh, I've, that's probably stretching it a bit. Some of them aren't my favorite games of all time, but <laughs> but you got you just got a really good deal. That on it. You was can't a just lie. Give them up. You know, uh, no, <laughs> if only you could platinum them, right? I know. Gosh, tell me about it. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. It has, it has more than once come up that I, I'm buying a PS one classic for my Vita and there's no trophies and it makes me very sad, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I, I feel oh, like man. a lot of these games just like were either very influential into like what I was playing at the time and like even up towards what I play now. Um, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics for the PS1. I still got, mm. a, you know, my my disc of that. Uh, Legend of Dragoon, which yep. I don't even remember if that's a good game anymore, but I remember loving it, like, <laughs> at the time. <laughs> and I've never been able to get rid of it. 
Um, I still have my copy of Final Fantasy XII. I know that's not a very popular game for a lot of people, but it's my second favorite Final Fantasy. Um, First favorite being, of course, Final Fantasy VII, right? Uh, You don't say that. You don't say that. You are off by one, my friend. (laughs) Final Fantasy VIII, I know. Nope, that's... uh, That might be a contender for the most boring Final Fantasy. <laughs> for the Final Fantasy in which the protagonist wears the most belts at one time. <laughs> that is... Uh, that, oh, that you is can't. That's a difficult... Yeah. Final yeah, Fantasy... Okay, if you're saying protagonist, uh, I think if you oh, go to 10, there's a girl wearing like a dress made of belts or something. Okay, better... Like, who, which protagonist is the most androgynous? That's a better way to ask it. <laughs> Gosh. That's Final Fantasy really X, hard. belts, belts, belts. <laughs> belts, belts, belts. Um, yeah, I, I feel like if you go a lot with those, the the older Final Fantasies where the artwork was done by, uh, by Amano, mm-hmm. they're very androgynous and mm-hmm. very pale. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not a yes, lot of skin color on those very, folks. Very, very pale. <laughs> I'm sorry for derailing your uh, That's your okay. <laughs> you know what, man? Final Fantasy's good. Yeah, good times. Um, I still got my copy of Street Fighter Third Strike, which I spent a lot of time. Actually, you know what? That's not my copy of Third Strike. That's Josh's copy of Third Strike. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. I just, what, me? I'm just now realizing I borrowed this copy of Third Strike from you and I never gave it back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's crazy. I, uh, the truth uh, comes out. I've got your copy of uh, Third um, Strike, Josh. Do you know if how you many like hours back, Josh searched I have a for that? <laughs> I, oh, that's hilarious. We should play it. You, we sh- you, you know what, though? My game was always MVC2, so it's probably in better hands. You know I what? I'm too. officially gifting it to you after all these years oh, on the man. podcast. Oh, man. That's, that's so nice. That's so sweet. 12, does, 13 years after the fact yeah. of oh, me man. stealing guys, Josh's game. <laughs> this is a magical moment. Yeah, how does it that really conscience is. feel right now, well, Mike? Because I'm, I'm holding some of these things in my hand right now as we're, as we're talking, and I'm, I'm looking at this copy, and I'm like, when did I buy this? <laughs> I remember loving because it was the version that had Third Strike and it also had the uh, original like Street Fighter Two uh, Turbo yep. HD remaster. Yep. And I was like, man, where did I buy this? And then I remembered <laughs> I didn't. I didn't buy it at all. <laughs> wow. But it's gotten a lot of love over the years. Um, it's in good hands. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm right there with you. Um, especially PS2 era. For some reason, I got really nostalgic. Um, or just I you know handsy i guess with my my games <laughs> yeah, i don't want to get rid of games <laughs> yeah <Clingy>. so <laughs> clingy yeah that's probably a better word <laughs> so um but yeah like i i kept my ps1 with like the old um psm magazine lid sticker on it you know with a happy oh, smiley face <laughs> um and then but that's i kept only my... still on there because you can't get it off right <laughs> yeah it, it's not coming off anytime soon um and then yeah i, I kept my ps2 um and uh yeah in that same box with my ps2 and i have i kept all this is the weirdest thing i think i kept all of the boxes for all the consoles wow so, oh yeah so they're my, all my ps2 in their boxes in the closet yeah. yeah wow they're all in their proper consoles except for the ps3 which is it's around here somewhere but <laughs> i got a new ps3 now so anyway um but yeah so but th- with the ps2 i sold off like pretty much all of my games uh toward the end of that um cycle but I just could not part with uh, MSG t- or MGS two. Um, <laughs> MSG two. MSG two is is a totally different game. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's about eating Chinese food in the bad part of town. Um, so 
<laughs> anyway, um, but MGS2, I couldn't part with that game, and also Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. I kept those discs. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I yeah. Couldn't yeah. get rid of them. And so, then uh, for the longest time, for years, I kept this this old dusty stack of Game Player magazines because that magazine, the editors were so insane for that magazine that like <laughs> you could go back months later and just reread like the, the, uh, the letters that were written in and their crazy <laughs> responses. And it was just so entertaining. So, um, I wonder where those guys are now. They, uh, I know. Why aren't I'm, they like personalities on the various blogs and such? I don't know. Uh, maybe they are. Maybe I'm just not up on it, but yeah, That's I'll have true. to look they, some they of those guys up. Very well be. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so those are mine. Yeah, so um, I have this really bad problem of just keeping everything all the time. <laughs> uh, I don't think – I think I've probably sold or traded, you know, 10 video games total in my lifetime. Wow. Um, wow. And, and that's having owned, you know, probably hundreds at this point. Um, wow. So I have all my old consoles and pretty much every game I ever bought for them um, – and uh yeah so that's like NES Atari um okay i'm not going to go through all of them super nintendo <laughs> it's a lot so your anyway, answer to to mike's question is all of it all of them. well all <laughs> but the then games. there are times in my life when i'm moving and i just have to get rid of stuff oh, so yeah. i have no choice so for example i had i had almost every nintendo power magazine that i ever received which was a lot of them i was a subscriber for like five years or something oh wow um but i had to get rid of those when i moved and that was that actually pained me i actually oh. was like that hurt i because i loved those. <laughs> i loved that magazine it's like you're contemplating i could just i can afford a storage unit <laughs> just um, to keep all these nintendo powers in <laughs> but uh it's funny because um recently i discovered that you can buy some old nintendo power issues on amazon oh yeah huh. um so i've actually went back and rebought a couple of the ones that i find myself like missing oh most. that's really cool yeah, and they're in way better condition than the ones mine were in too, so that's cool too. Wow. Um so yeah, like right now I have I have the Super Mario Kart one um just sitting on my coffee table over here and I I, I was reading it the other day. That's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's I don't know why it's it it takes me back. I can mm-hmm. usually remember like what time of year it was when I was reading it and like where I was hanging out like in my house or you know, by no, the yeah, pool totally. or it's- whatever. So. It's really cool how you just build these weird associations. And we kind of talked about on a, on a previous podcast. I couldn't tell you which one, but uh, <laughs> where like if you're listening, I remember there's certain albums I was listening to. Like I just bought an album and I was, I just bought a game at the same time. And now mm-hmm. when I go back and I listen to certain songs, I instantly start thinking of the game I was playing at that time. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big definitely. time. Yep. When, yeah. For me, yeah. for me, final fantasy seven and Radiohead. Okay. Computer are forever oh, yeah. linked in my brain because like I, because that they're album both is, mediocre. Oh, Radiohead is still around and still one of the most respected alternative. Uh, rock bands of all time. Most yeah, overrated band this. of all time. Let's Maybe. do this. Oh, so anyway, here's the problem. Get a Overrated going. is an opinion. <laughs> Overrated is an opinion, but respected is not. So that's, mm, okay. that's fact. That's science right there. <laughs> science. So, so anyway, but yeah. Respect that in rainbows sucks. Oh, oh man. My I'll gosh, punch you in Mike, the guts. What is wrong with your opinions? I will punch your Actually, guts. his opinions are right. Uh, <laughs> just this one time. yourself. <laughs> It's how one do, of those how does fun things have the that same I know. Insane opinion as you. I know it gets right <laughs> under Adam's skin because he loves that band. 
I love that band. uh, Okay. If you like a bad sounding voice from a crazy person, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, Josh, you are not far off. These guys both love Bjork. You've clearly never... Well, Bjork's not a good singer. She's just creative, but... Uh, that Radio is the worst excuse for bad music ever. I have never heard the song Street Spirit. I beg to differ. I've heard I all of your songs. Fantastic singer. <laughs> yeah, okay. But okay, let's move on. Let's move Moving on, Josh. I could, do, no, I could do this forever. I would, <laughs> this is our second <laughs> podcast where we just hate on each other's music in accents, about in accents the whole time. <laughs> all right. Uh, for, Josh, do you have anything? Oh, uh, just side note. Uh, on that last one, I got uh, for Christmas one year. I got uh, Ocarina of Time and the first Corn album, and I played and listened to them all <laughs> oh, day. Gosh. Yeah, so <laughs> those so are actually yeah, no, it's 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 good. It's good stuff. Uh, no, that's so a really unholy union. No, no, no. But yeah, I no, gave, <laughs> no. Here's the thing. I gave up on Corn <laughs> after the second album, and I didn't carry them into my thirties. Like, oh no, that's a good band. That's a that's a good band. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyways I, love, I just love the in 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 somewhere in your brain there's this crossing of roads between like the yeah and like the, the, <laughs> yeah no i know i know i know yeah 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 that's fantastic i love this uh <laughs> oh, <that's amazing. laughs> okay so I used to be like david i had everything and then a few years ago i went through this like huge purge i just had to let go because i was like oh i think i might be turning into a hoarder like that's not healthy (laughs) um so i i kept all my final fantasy games because that's like my that's my franchise and Mm. um a couple other rpgs and that's kind of it i even got rid of like a bunch of the ps3 stuff and but i do have which i really love is this like collector's edition um fallout three like tin lunchbox thing oh yeah yeah i i love that thing it's so i it's like my favorite thing i also have that ridiculously large uh dragon from the special edition of skyrim that's just awkwardly (laughs) sitting on a table just looking ferocious uh because that's easy to get rid of (laughs) right um but yeah the kind of thing you could get like a couple of bucks for at a yard sale yeah you know yeah uh, so. yeah. So, I mean, for me, the, the itch in my brain was just the final fantasy stuff and then everything mm, else. Yeah. Oh, and my copy of MVC two Cause that's really rare. Um, that's like my all time favorite fighting game, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. I've got that game digitally, but I don't have my local copy. You know anymore. what sucks about Make that game sad. digitally is they, they did the port from the Saturn version. So there's no triple punch or triple kick button. So it makes it really awkward if you're not playing on a fight stick. That's why I don't mm. like the digital version of that game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could go into that, but I'd be getting into the weeds really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what game you're talking about. A Marvel oh, versus Capcom. Capcom 2. Oh, yeah. okay. Now I know. It's real good. It's a, it's a real <laughs> it's good game. It's also really broken. It's probably the most broken fighting game I've ever played in my life. That's probably why I was good at it, I'm assuming. <laughs> it's so much fun. Because I'm not a great fighter game person, but I love playing them. I want to rename the fighting game community fighter game persons. Fighter game persons. <laughs> I, th- I say it's a, it's a good name. Yeah. It's a good name. I think let's embrace it. Fighter game persons. All right. That was my uh, topic. Oh, yes. you know what? Before we exit the topic, mm-hmm. I should, I should note that I did mention Final Fantasy 12 was one of my games. I'm, I'm actually still holding on to. 
Mm-hmm. And there's been a little bit of talk about a possible remaster going on. Hey, but ooh, then, like, yeah. they pull that information back. They're, like, pulling my heartstrings. They're playing with my emotions, and I do they not are. appreciate it. <laughs> yep. I just need them to go ahead and announce that they're yeah, making it, it the and it's going to be on the Vita. Yeah, it was the composer. Yeah. yeah I, feel like, so, I feel like he probably got a talking that's to. That's so weird. Like, <laughs> walk that back really fast. Why yeah. Why would it be that one right after seven? Like, out of all the other, I don't know. That's weird. Well, well they already did I 10. think this would be a, a remaster. Like, oh, oh, it would be oh a okay. I got you. I got you. So it'd be like the 10, 10, 2 remaster. Yeah. Except better because 10 and 10, 2 are terrible. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, oh, man. Okay, well, since we're taking this little trip down memory lane, um, I, f- I feel like we should uh, move on to my topic. Yes. No, no, my oh. topic. What? Me. But what about me? I feel like yours <laughs> is meaty and should be the finale. Okay. Fight. Mine's going to be, well, I don't know. Fight. You want to arm wrestle? Yeah, okay, let's arm wrestle. You ready? I won. <laughs> oh man! I don't know All where right. we're starting yet. <laughs> okay, so my topic comes from Twitter, Mr. David Schoeneveld. Um, he writes, "Cheat codes were a big deal in our day with Nintendo Power, etc., and they're all but gone now in single-player games. Good, bad, miss them." So I was thinking about this a little bit, and I, you know, I talked a little contra on the last episode. Um, that was a game that was nearly impossible for a kid to finish without the konami code you know to mm-hmm. get the to get the 30 lives you know yeah. um and i i remember using a lot of codes back in the day just because games were so inordinately hard um but you know, i think game design has changed quite a bit in the past 30 years you know and most games actually give you unlimited lives now you know for example so um and i i don't know there's there's a lot of different game design principles that have evolved. And I think that is part of why a lot of these cheat codes have been phased out. Like, like I wouldn't want to ever play uncharted four with an invincibility code, you know, that takes all, it it really takes all of the the tension out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of the fun of it. But I I will say a game series that has continued to do cheats really well is uh, GTA. It's true. Right. Actually. So like back in the day, you know, GTA three, I remember doing like the all weapons cheats and like the uh, drive a tank or have like insane pedestrians and all this kind of stuff. And that, that was really fun. And I think in sandboxy games, it's still probably really uh, a great thing to have cheats in your game. Just, just because like at a certain point in, in those types of games, like you're just fooling around, you're just playing toys in the world, you know, and uh, you're not necessarily going for the story mission or up trying to do any right, kind of right. objective. You're just fooling around. So cheats in that scenario is, is they're, they're pretty great, I think still, but what do you guys think? Uh, well, I would like to point out that, uh, even though, uh, wait, what did you call me at the beginning of the show? The, the rule breaker. Yeah. David, the rebel. The rule breaker yeah. I, I was going to say the rebel rule breaker, but that, <laughs> I thought that it might've been convoluted. Well, that harkens back. Well, yes, uh, yeah, that, that would have been too far. <laughs> But uh, so that harkens back to an episode where I, you know, told everyone I, I was I'm a vicious rule follower. I mm. I just I just follow breaker. Every rule I think that you I can breaker. I think I think you mean breaker. No, no, I it's, think you it's may pronounced have... breaker. But you know, go for it. <laughs> so so uh, <laughs> since I'm such a rule follower, the only game I actually can remember frequently cheating on was Contra because otherwise I would never beat it. Right. Um, <laughs> That I think that's the only game I've ever consistently like cheat like done cheat codes on. Really? Um, so did you never own a Game Genie? No, I did not. Oh man, 
Game I remember, Genies. You know, that that's an interesting point because I remember back in the day, um, I had a friend who had a Game Genie and even then I thought, that's kind of cheap. I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> and so I don't know, maybe, maybe there is something in the back of our minds that is kind of phasing cheats out little by little just because of the cheapness factor. Mm-hmm. Although it doesn't stop hackers who, uh, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> maybe, but I, I feel like it's going strong as it ever was. It's just, <laughs> it's on the PC, uh, yeah. versions of those games. Like and yeah, it's, people it's, just it's, hack into the code and, Make it and, so that they'll win every time. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even have to. A lot of times there's just like an, an option to turn on like the developer tools while you're mm-hmm. playing the game. Yeah, right. and you can just type in different commands and get all kinds of cool stuff going. I really, I think that part is fun. I, I like the idea of going in and breaking games that you've already beaten. You've already gotten like your, you know, your experience out of those games. You just want to go back and just break it for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say there's I a there's a YouTube streamer out there who uh, goes by the name Vine Sauce. Hmm. Uh, he's also known as Vinny. Uh, he's been featured on Kotaku a few times, probably Polygon a few times, um, where he will like load up a ROM in this program that injects bad code into the game while he's playing. Um, <laughs> so like he breaks games and sometimes makes them terrifying. Uh, he has this really good video where he played uh, the Ocarina of Time. And like, and it was the know, soundtrack was all core. Yeah, the soundtrack was scary. <laughs> or, <laughs> or there's like, or links will just go through the multitude of all of his facial expressions within a few seconds, constantly. Oh, that's cool. And uh, and so it's just it's just hilarious. And so you know that that's a different form of cheating that I find to be absolutely hilarious. Um, so go look it up, Vine Sauce Vinny. He uses salty language, but it's it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, that sounds good. Salty language. <laughs> what about you, Josh? Do you do you I, use the cheats? Do you enjoy uh, the cheats? Do you miss them? I I think you kind of nailed it. I just think like games today, it's like you don't. There's no need for them because the games aren't hard enough, and you just always keep coming back. So, yeah, I mean the only the only game I can really think of because uh, I play the the Souls games. Um, big fan of those. There's like they have these toolkits where you basically start the game with enough to be max level and then have every weapon in the game. Mm. But then like the only purpose of that is just to like experiment with builds and then try and find like secrets and stuff. But that doesn't really, I mean, you could hack the game, but that would just be really boring. But yeah, I just don't think there's any need for a game like today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, good, good topic, David, you're up. All right. So, <clears throat> how this relates to... Oh, and I, to- I gotta say thank you to the other David, Mr. Schoeneveld. Oh, yeah. Thank you thank for you. your topic. topic. Thank you, good sir. Um, All right. So, so my topic uh, relates to nostalgia in a way uh, where um, games... Right now, we live in a time when, where games can change after they come out. Yeah. Um, so, like, there are games that will continue to evolve throughout their lifetime. And, like, for example, you cannot right now go back and play... World of Warcraft the way it originally was when it launched. Like, there's you you do not have that option. They've changed all the starting areas. Um, it's all completely different now. So, now, I will say you can, 
It is possible. I was just talking to oh, yeah? one of my coworkers who is playing World of Warcraft Vanilla, and it's like the original game, and it's like hosted on some server from some oh. dude in Czechoslovakia or something like that. So it's and, like a custom server. Yeah, basically, it's the original, just no expansions, no updates, and he says it looks terrible, but it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's there are games that are have been patched and patched and patched, and now they. They're so different from where they started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one game that's like that, that we just heard about. Oh, hang on. I got to fix my mic really quick. I knocked The it. suspense is killing okay. me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Bungie just recently announced that they are completely replacing Peter Dinklage's voice. Um, he was the character Ghost. No Dinkle- more Dinklebot? Dinklebot. Yeah, yeah, they call him Dinklebot. <laughs> R.I.P. Dinklebot. Um, yeah, RIP. And they're replacing him with Nolan North, who's basically in every video game ever. Uh, rightly so. He's really good. He's a talented yeah, voice actor. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, yeah. So he's been re-recording all of Ghost's lines, um, and will record all of Ghost's lines from now on, too. Um, so part of me's happy, uh, because Dinklage, even though he's a he's an awesome actor. I mean, in Game of Thrones, his character is pretty much the only one I like because he's of how best. good of an actor he is. He's the best. Yeah. He's the main guy. Yeah, he's top build in that. And he's the yeah. angry elf in Elf. That's right. That's true. <laughs> sure is. That's funny. He has a few ideas that he's psyched out of his mind about in that movie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, his performance in uh, Destiny, though, was like, kind of strangely emotionally detached. Like he just didn't sound like he was into it most of the time. There were a few times where he like came out of his little coma or whatever, whatever was going on. Yeah. Um, and he like got into a few of the lines, but I, most I almost of the time, wonder, I almost wonder on that though. Is it, was it the director? Like, or was the director knows? just like not wanting to give Dinklage notes? Cause he was like a fan of his, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that, that would be my guess if I had to guess. Like, yeah, why? I, I totally they were get starstruck. that because if you, I mean, think about how much, how much actual story do you actually get a hold of in, in destiny? And I don't know today I was reading, there's, there's a great new pin arcade comic that actually talks about this. And it's basically like a guy trying to give Nolan North directions and <laughs> Nolan North is like, yeah. Uh, so there's a, a, a triptych of hive runes. And the guy's like, okay, North, that was great. But like on this next take, really think about the runes. Like there's, and how like there's three runes and they're a hive. I mean, you come in surprised, like, like you'd be fine if there was two runes and maybe even four runes, but there's three runes and you're, yeah. So go with that. It's like, like, what's my motivation? Like, oh, you're a little robot thing. That has no emotions, so don't worry. Just and say it. Hey, by the way, he is supposed to have emotions. Um, every robot in that universe has emotions. So I've never yeah. played Destiny, so I mean, like, how bad is the Dinklage performance? It's it's pretty bad. I mean, uh, they, I, I like that they removed that one line that everyone was making fun of from the beta, that which wizard is wizard came from the moon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's the flattest delivery. No, I mean his, but his, I mean, his voice acting I mean, was not good. Is, I mean, is that such a big deal in that part though? It's like, is anything coming from the moon in Destiny like a big deal? Like, would he be surprised that something came from the moon? Uh yes, because they didn't know that they were on the moon. Mm. Oh, okay, never mind then. I don't know. I didn't really play Destiny. Um. Uh, anyway, 
getting back to my topic, uh, yeah, which we haven't gotten to the question of yet. <laughs> uh, uh, so part of me's happy that they're replacing him because he was kind of detached. But also another part of me is sad because that means once the expansion, the Taken King comes out, we'll never be able to experience destiny the way it was released ever again. Like it'll be gone. No more Dinklebutt ever. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it actually kind of reminds me of what George Lucas does has done to the uh, original Star Wars trilogy to kind of give you some frame of reference if you've never played Destiny. Don't freaking get me started. <laughs> and by the way, Han totally <laughs> shot first, by the way. Um, anyway, so what do you think about this, quote, revisionist history approach to games these days? Um, do you think that culture will eventually suffer in some way by not having access to games the way they were originally released? Like, do you think... Uh, it's almost like, you know, um, someone has a Picasso painting out there and like right before Picasso died, he's like, you know what? I want to change this painting to be realistic now, you know, like (laughs) that, that, that would almost be deemed a like loss to culture. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And if there's any comparison we can make, it's Picasso and destiny. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. They are exactly the same. Yeah, they they drew the eyes on different sides of the nose. It's a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I gotta I gotta say the more I th- I thought about it, even not being a really you know uh, active Destiny player, um, I don't like it. I I really don't like the idea of going back and, and changing what was. Mm-hmm. I I don't really mind if you're doing a remake of a game and you're just gonna make it your own thing. That's that's something totally different because you're making a brand new game. If that's the case. Yeah, it's true. Or when you're remastering a game, like, cool. If you want to remaster Final Fantasy XII and give me, like, new updated graphics, that's cool. And maybe bug fixes, that's fine, too. But the idea of, like, maybe, like, oh, we want to recast all the characters and redo <laughs> the voices, like, don't be wrong, that, came, that game was made in an era where voice acting was not really fantastic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, like, it's a product of its era. I don't want to see it changed into something else. Right. Now, is it still possible? I don't know. I can't. I haven't played it in a while, but could you just pop in the destiny disc offline on your ps4 or whatever and you can't play that game offline at all no the game if you don't have an internet connection the game sits there on the menu screen saying please connect to the internet before you can play okay i was thinking they there's got to be some way to do it it's on that disc still (laughs) if there is a way to do that dinklebot is on the disc (laughs) like i just refuse to patch i won't update no sir you won't play that's the problem um so yeah like and so that's another side topic. Uh, eventually, the Destiny servers will be shut down, and you will never be able to play it again. Especially because the game's never been released on PC, like we were talking about with WoW. Um, you can't play Destiny. Like, there are no custom servers. You, there's no way to tell Destiny to yeah. get to a custom server. Yeah. So you'd have to, like, hack your PS... You'd have to mod your PS4, find a mod for Destiny, and then find a third-party server that I'm sure does not exist at this Yeah, point. more and more, this does sound Lucas-y. You know, it it's, does, like, it? it's, like, very locked down. Uh, like, the way he... That he... He really chapped my hide. He was talking about like, yeah, well, yeah, pretty soon all those old copies will, they won't work anymore. And all that will exist is the new terrible versions I made. And, and, I was and like, he was yeah, right. You're the worst. <laughs> the best quality version of the original trilogy untouched is uh, the Laserdisc version. Well, that the commercially released, there are still some really good, uh, well-preserved uh, film copies too. Oh. So those, that's if Disney ever does release Star Wars original uncut, you know, kind of thing on Blu-ray, it'll be from one of those prints. Oh, I see. 
Yeah. There's only a handful of them that are like known at least. And I'm sure the timetable is ticking because film has a, you know, a limited shelf life before it becomes unwatchable. Yeah. But film lasts, I mean, it does last if it's kept, if it's cared for properly, it's in those canisters and it's, you know, climate controlled properly, then, um, it'll stay. I mean, you can definitely preserve your film for quite a long time on it, but, um, I mean, in in this age with like digital color correction and, you know, people like teams of scores of people who will like take each fleck off of each frame, you know, mm-hmm. and make it perfect again. Like, um, I'm not all that worried about it, but I just hope it happens soon because I want to watch those on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, so back to Destiny. <laughs> back to oh, God. Destiny. Are we, are we done talking Star Wars now? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, good. He, you I have his, to hear Mike had his talk ears. about those mediocre films ever again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're not on the same team anymore. Hey, Mike, Mike, you should do. You should stop doing this thing that you do, where you where you state your opinions as if they're definitive fact. You know, because that's the, what makes everyone so mad. The thing is, it makes my Twitter feed so much more interesting next week. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, boy. yeah, I'm, so, I'm with Matt, you though. Mike, to put it in your perspective, imagine if they went back and patched your version of Mass Effect that you would not be able to play unless you patched it. And they took out Femship, and you could only play as Maleship. Maleship? Man, I don't even know who that guy is. He looks kind of like a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd play it. But, like, how would you feel? That'd be terrible. It'd be awful. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean... I, I didn't even that... like that they had to change the ending on Mass Effect 3, like, um, because people were mad. Like, Yeah, I that, wish... that was a bunch of garbage. And one yeah. day, when you finally finish Mass Effect 3, we can have a real good deep cut conversation yeah. about that game and why soon. that why that bothered me so much. Yeah, so pretty soon, I, I all I gotta do is real quick, I just Mass gotta Effect beat... Mass Effect spoiler cast coming <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, real quick, I just gotta beat um, The Witcher, Dragon Age, Inquisition, uh, Dying Light, <laughs> Bloodborne, um, and... Um, what oh and uh, Diablo three and then, so as and soon then as probably I just probably by then t- uh, Tomb Raider and uh, <laughs> yeah. well that's that's Uncharted totally fine because by the time... Fallout four which they announced today yeah. actually will never end <laughs> oh, oh that's yeah true. that's true yeah there's no level cap yeah. oh man uh, I'm gonna play it forever yep okay um, <laughs> that's fine because by the time you get around to beating all of those games there will be a uh, Mass Effect remaster out oh good good that's stuff. True. um so okay so let's let's like wrap this up um because it sounds like we all pretty much agree yeah yeah, i'll chime in real quick um oh yeah yeah i i wouldn't want any of this to happen except for in the case the example you've given where it seems unanimous that the original version was kind of terrible and you're bringing in this person who's known for being good i actually don't really mind that does that make sense yeah, well, no, it, yeah. it makes a lot of sense. And I, like I said, on the one hand, I am very happy that yeah. they're doing it because I, I am positive that Nolan North will do a really good job. Yeah, yeah. that dude's um, top notch. Yeah. But, but is it possible that there will be a Dinklebot uh, track that you could select still? Well, like, knowing Bungie and how they like to just make people play games the way they want to, um, <laughs> my guess is no, it'll be gone forever. Yeah, but yeah. it's probably on YouTube, right? Me. Yeah, you know, it's true. There will be old playthroughs and everything you can watch. Just so, quickly, before it gets patched, just do a Let's Play, David, of the entire game. <laughs> so we okay, can that'll take about five it. minutes. So sure. we can preserve <laughs> the, uh, the Dinklebot for posterity. I'm just really excited for one day when, you know, they replace Nolan North's voice with, you know, 
someone like Troy Baker, who's not in oh, very many yeah. games. You know, <laughs> that guy well, needs actually, work. I think he's caught up by now. But. He needs work. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's in everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh man, but I I will miss Dinklebot, but. You know, I'm excited to hear the new thing. And also, I'm kind of excited for the Taken King. They've been on this media blitz lately, and it seems like they've learned their lesson about, you know, all the unfun decisions they made and uh, and the lack of story and, um, you know, bad performance. It's, it sounds like they're listening. It only took them one whole year to <laughs> catch up with everyone. But It's man. tough to, when you put a game out, though, like to just go, oh, you know what? We should have had a story in that thing, and then just like whip one up real quick and have it be good. That would be really tough. So well, we also talked about this game. The game does have a story. It's just tucked away. Right. So it does not count. There, no, there's there's so much lore, Mike. You don't even understand. There, the grimoire cards are actually pretty cool. The thing so. is, guys, if you just go to Wikipedia, it's all in there. So like, it doesn't even be in the game. No, I'm just saying there is a story written. It just needs to be in the game. And so that's my hope. The oh, thing I it love. just has to be in the video game this time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, the thing man. I love about Destiny is they somehow <laughs> changed like an entire like new generation of gamers into like these weird crack fiends. They're like, no, guys, this time I swear I'm done with Destiny. It's awful. It's dumb. I hate it. Oh, but there, there's a new expansion. They promised this time would be better. Actually, you know, it's more like an abusive relationship. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> there's a new true. raid. It's very he's, abusive. He swore he wouldn't hit me the anymore. This year, I haven't played it one time. So yeah. uh, after the last expansion, I was like, "No, nah, that they can't won't fool me again." <laughs> Taking yeah. King, though, man, that looks pretty fancy. <laughs> Here's the thing: I'm it looks optimistic. like they, it looks like he cleaned up Zach. He's <laughs> he probably had a good heart all he along. He stopped drinking. Uh, he got a job. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> He's really That's handsome amazing. too. So that, that all that my friends in. keep telling me I should give him a second chance. Yeah, <laughs> he says he's changed. <laughs> he says he's changed, and I love him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the deal. I I'm optimistic about Destiny, but I will not pre-order anything. I am going to wait and see what people think about it. I'll wait and read some reviews. Mm. See, but that's that's the problem with it because everybody's addicted to it. So as soon as it comes out, they're all just going to tell you it's great. No, until until three months from now when they change their mind, like it's actually not that great. (laughs) If you remember, every almost every single review of Destiny was negative. Yeah, and well, at least mediocre. I think it was getting sevens quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, it'll um, be great until they take away your favorite weapon <laughs> in three months. <laughs> I, I I love that about Destiny. Like it's it's basically an MMO, but like nobody that plays it ever played an MMO before, I guess. Right. So they're not used to like the expansion coming out and making all of your stuff obsolete is like a new concept. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm go, just like they go so crazy. Isn't on that how it works? My Twitter feed explodes every time they announce something new for Destiny. It's like uh, Bungie hates me. They're the worst. I'm yeah. gonna totally buy their game to show them what's <laughs> what. <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's all the Call of Duty and Halo guys like playing an MMO for the first time, and they're like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> if you think I'm gonna grind for 20 hours to get that gun again, you're probably you're right. Absolutely right. <laughs> okay, David, you are burned into history as saying you will not pick it up when it comes out, and we'll check back when that when it comes out. Oh, I <laughs> yes, said, we, yeah, we will. I said, remember this episode. It, it has negative reviews. He's not gonna. He's not gonna pre-order this time. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, and I, I learned my lesson to pre-ordering Destiny because I, I don't know. 
I, I wish I would have waited and gone in with a little bit with eyes wide open, maybe at a lower price point. You know, I kind of if if the new expansion is good, I kind of just wish I waited one whole year and got the sixty dollar version that will have everything. Yeah, instead Ooh. of the sixty dollar version that had just Destiny. Well, then you should just probably do that with Tomb Raider. Oh, <laughs> I I don't know if, if, Shots well, fired. if the reviews are more positive than. Than Destiny's were, then I will not wait. But no, I mean, I, I say you play it. You got to play it. It's coming out. You have to do it. Okay. All right. It's I your no duty choice. to the podcast to play some Tomb Raider a- okay. as soon as possible. All right. I'll do it now. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to, but now I will. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, just to, I think to put the cherry on top, we all hate it. We want Dinklebot forever. We love <laughs> Dinklebot. Except for Josh. He's apparently okay with it. Josh Dinklebot is okay with life. it. Josh is okay with him. You can't trust him. He likes corn. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You like Radiohead. <laughs> I, I, right, exactly. That's exactly my well, point. Well, you just haven't figured out that you're wrong, and you just need to know that about yourself. I just, we just need to do like some special, uh, like, music snob podcast. Oh, yeah. It would be, it would be <laughs> like so it. good. We're just like four of us just hating on yeah, each other's yeah. favorite bands. You band. would be spouting opinions the whole time, and we would just be spouting facts. Yeah, so. and then and we can t- we can just rave about how great Permadeath is uh, and their new album. Yeah. Oh, right. man. <laughs> All right, you guys. End of the show plugs for men. For men. For four men. But if you're a lady, you can listen to these plugs too. It's yeah, okay. no, it's because the plugs are for us and things we're doing. And we're men. And we happen to be men. <laughs> All right. Help support the show for $0 by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. If you like the show, please leave us an iTunes review and then spread the word upon the iTunes uh, universe about the SBF EGS. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, SBF EGS podcast. I am Barry White, B U R Y W I T E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David J Tate is David J Tate. If you can believe it, Josh <laughs> is, yeah, Josh is J R dub J A Y A R G H D U B B. And, uh, yeah, you can find us on PSN. Um, same names except for Mike, who's Taco underscore Douglas. Um, and then, what do you have? What do you? What do you have going on the uh, Xbox Live, David? Huh? Oh, uh, it's Tito T T O E T T O E. And then uh, Josh. Yes. Are you? On, you're you're on the PSN. Are you also JR Dub there? No, no. I oh, I, I I resent my Twitter name. I. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, my gamer tag is Captain Winky, K-A-P-T-I-N-W-I-N-K-Y. You probably won't see me because I'm just playing Heaven's Word right now, but I still oh, yeah. jump back in on Borderlands a lot. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. All right. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS or follow the blog at sbfvgspodcast.wordpress.com. And thank you again, Josh, for coming on the show tonight. Thank it you. It is always a leisure. It- to have you on it is a le- leisurely yes <laughs> <laughs> that's all the time we have for super best friends video game sleepover episode 23 thank you for listening we'll be back every two weeks with more 1080p 60 frames per second talk on gaming unless you're on xbox one <laughs> oh, man more oh. or less tangents next time i, I don't know <laughs> it's my fault i'm sorry it, it things no, got I silly it. I I, I'm, it. I'm a weird person 
this, this is hey, a tangent right now. Yeah. It is in the middle of the outro, too. You don't change a thing. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. So what do you guys Goodbye. think about hotcakes? <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> hotcakes. Hotcakes. I really want to try some of that hot dog pizza. That doesn't sound disgusting at all. <laughs> it doesn't even like look appetizing. That's when you know you're you're in real trouble. Oh, seriously? Because like I mean, I've made mistakes. Like I ate a pizza burrito one time. <laughs> what? It looked good, you know, from the outside. On paper, everything was solid. I love pizza. I love burritos. <laughs> Go ahead and just take that pizza and cram it inside. It's probably going to be delicious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so gross.